Welcome in. Glad to have you with us. We're live on the roar on a Wednesday, February 15th. 2023. Thanks so much for joining us here on Out of Bounds. William Quagamush, Ben Milstead, live inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Very excited to be with you in studio today and uh, do a little hump day headlines. Will Vandervoort's going to join us. We have a lot to talk about in the world of football. We have, I just want to throw this out there. We're going to get to it eventually in the program. Uh, but we have a couple of polls on our website at theroarfm.com. Just curious, your thoughts. If you go to theroarfm.com slash polls or go to the uh, go to the Roar mobile app and click the poll tab, you can vote there. Which offensive coordinator change will end up being the best move? Uh, which offensive coordinator change will end up being the worst move? And your choices are Clemson, Georgia, and South Carolina. I assume that Clemson will get the uh, higher numbers, but I really am more curious about the second poll, about which offensive coordinator, not who will have the worst offense, but which move will end up being the worst uh, between Clemson and Georgia and South Carolina. And we will discuss that uh, throughout the show today. Can't wait to do that. Ben Milstead, how are you today, sir? I am in, uh, in really good spirits, and I'm happy to be here. Glad to be back in the studio. It's a little. I'm cold for some reason. It's we've it's had a, a couple of days again. of of nice weather. One of the reasons I'm cold is because my head is sunburned from being yes. outside yesterday. Okay, I I had the same issue because I we're we're outside of Doug Kingsmore yesterday, and I'm I know I know that we're going to be in the sun. I know that's all. Wear a hat. I wear sunglasses. Fine, and I put sunscreen on my face. I don't normally do that. That's yeah. That's you had, you had a little bit on one of your ears yesterday. Did I, just, I really? I just let it ride. Yeah. Oh man, what yeah. a disaster! It's in every picture. If I was a real friend, I would have told you, but you know, it's okay. All business, it's fine. <laughs> um, it, it's washed off now. It's fine. Uh, so anyway, I, like I, I just want to make sure that I had just a you know some minor SPF protection. Ben, both of us wore hoodies, so I'm not thinking you probably need to uh, you probably need to grease up those arms. You know, you probably need to get that neck because I'm thinking it's going to be chilly, it's windy, whatever. Well, the wind dies, and it also, where we were sitting, the wind that we had was blocked. And so it was nothing but sun, and it was warm, 70 degrees when we left. And so, of course, I took off the hoodie, was wearing a T-shirt, and lo and behold, that exposes a lot of uh, very pasty white skin that hadn't seen the sun in weeks or months. So, yes. The sunburn, the sunburn was a was like the only thing that happened yesterday that I regret. Everything else was great, but the uh, the sunburn was phenomenal. I, and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Being middle of February on Valentine's Day, catching a little burn outdoors at a baseball stadium. Uh, sign me up for that each and every year. How great is that? Before we move forward, can we look back about yesterday? Yes. Number one, I had a great time over there. I I really did. I had a great time. I wasn't sure what to expect. Neither of us really know anybody, you know, knew anybody that we were talking to outside of Brad Owens. You know, these were new introductory meetings with all of those people. I truly was blown away with the professionalism, the 
uh, I was talking to somebody here this morning, sort of the it factor. I admittedly, I don't, I didn't know a lot about Eric Backage before Clemson hired him, and uh, or or his staff until we did the research, you know, preparing for yesterday. I I was genuinely blown away. Was not expecting to that that be my big takeaway. The the character and just the authenticity that they all came off as having. Yes, I you're you're exactly right. A lot of times in those situations and really, for good radio, you should pick up on some bit of audio, some clip, some theme that kept coming up, uh, and and that's that's what you take away. Um, that because that's what people are hearing. You want people to hear the takeaway. I'm with you. I've had a very difficult time trying to actually say what it is that that made me feel the way that I did yesterday, and. It it's it's just it's hard. It's it's difficult. There is a there is a seriousness and an excitement that is sort of like understated but understood, if that makes sense. Like there aren't there aren't flowery projections coming out from the coaching staff. They didn't say lots of over-the-top things. They didn't set over-the-top expectations. They didn't make over-the-top proclamations. There was none of that. Mm-hmm. But all of them, I would say, to varying degrees and in various ways, said, we expect to win. We don't expect there to be a, a significantly long on-ramp where we're going to take some years to establish our um, our identity and our program values. In fact, when I asked Eric Backich about, you know, sometimes there are coaches who, and I, I mean, you don't have to work long talking to coaches where you, you will meet a coach that says, you know, when we can just get our players in here. And I, I brought that up, and he nodded emphatically at the idea that, they 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 wanted to get buy-in from older players. They were not trying to run older players off or trying to neglect older players in favor of the ones that they preferred or the ones that they had known longer or the ones that they recruited or any of that. It's it's holistic. It's serious, as you said. They're not putting a number statistical. They're not doing that. They they are they are talking about adding value to a valuable program. They are talking about service. They're talking about togetherness. They're talking about building character. And they're not just talking about it. They're doing it with their actions. Like before a game is even played, this staff is already uh, making significant impacts in the lives of the players. And you can you can hear that from Jackson Lindley. You can see that in the way that we saw them interacting with one another yesterday. You can hear that in the way the staff is talking. It is It is just... It is different than what you would expect because you would also expect, Ben, a lot of coach speak. You would expect a lot of the, you know, what is your expectation? Well, we just expect to, you know, compete every pitch. Everybody's going to say that. You didn't even hear a whole lot of that yesterday. Just the, just the, the sort of basic coach speak that indicates we got a long way to go. We're, we're, we're not going to set expectations on the team because this is year one and we're just not really sure. I didn't even, I didn't even come away having heard a lot of that yesterday. I, 
have made almost made fun of coaches who and, and people who say, "Okay, this guy, man, he won the press conference. Um, that introductory press conference, man, he sold me. He won the press conference." Well, quite, yesterday was sort of their press conference with us. First uh-huh. time that we've you know truly been able to dig into the weeds of who they are and how they operate. And doggone it, Quack, I walked away thinking, boy, he won the press conference. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I mean, admittedly, on each and every one of them. But here's why. Because there were they said the right things, but then when we talked to Jackson Lindley and and – Boy, he made an impression on me, and I said this yesterday, that he already sounded like the coaches, and he's been with these, been with these coaches six months or so. You know, you could tell there was already a level of buy-in there, and then uh, other players who talked to other media members yesterday, I read many of their comments. Everyone talked about the the level of not only coaching baseball, but coaching life and already understanding how the two are intertwined, how being more responsible as a person is going to make you a better baseball player and being dedicated to baseball and doing the right things is going to make you a better person. And I don't know, I don't know when that translates to wins and losses when that translates to wins, I should say, I feel very confident that it it will at some point. And it may take a little while. I just felt very confident that if you are already changing the mental approach and the minds of your players, you have their attention. If you know what you're doing with baseball and his resume screams that he does, that this is going to translate to wins sooner rather than later. And look, the thing that we do probably too much is you compare every other coach to like Dabo Sweeney. I mean, let's just say we do, you know, like, oh, he's, you know, he's the motivator and he's teaching life and all that stuff. And I don't think that's who who Graham Neff was going after to look. But you see a lot of those same characteristics and traits Maybe a little different personality, but did you not pick up on that? Did it not feel similar? Yes, yes. The the molding the person aspect of it and the trickle-down effect to baseball. Don't misunderstand. This is a staff that's very serious about teaching baseball. But they kind of come off, and I, I don't want this to – I don't want to communicate this badly, but I'm going to say it the way that it it sort of registered in my brain. They kind of come off as pretty comfortable that they have good players and they're going to be able to teach them how to play baseball. They kind of come off as like, that's not really that big a deal because we just assume that's going to happen. And there's a level of self-confidence and there's a level of confidence in the process that they have seen work, by the way, with less. Eric Baggage has had less to work with at Maryland and at Michigan than he has right now. He said as much in interview after interview after interview. So he is bringing a more with less mentality to a program where they have more that gives you some confidence it does uh jimmy bellinger should have confidence because his florida state and kentucky and maryland staffs were phenomenal uh nick schnabel griffin mazer they know they're good at their like if when you know you're good at your job 
then you assume that your job's getting done. It's the other stuff that's the most important thing that they, I, I, coaches, I know I've heard coaches say this one time, you got to you gotta get you a team you can lose with. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, in a manner of speaking, that is item one on the to-do list for Eric Backage is to mold this group of guys into a team that he can lose with, and then they'll figure out if they can win. I also thought, well, before I say that, on uh, on Bellinger, uh, you know, he was complimentary of the talent that's on the roster. You know, and he said a lot of times you step into a new role and you expect the, the cupboard to be bare, and that's not the case here. I thought that was – it would be easy for a new coach – to try to temper expectations and use the previous administration's roster as the crutch, and he didn't do that. Uh-huh. I like that. And I also thought, you know, as a as a person, we were all fans of Monty Lee and Bradley LaCroix and that staff. I mean, we were. Mm-hmm. I like those guys individually. I, I was paying attention – to what was said about the previous staff and maybe more importantly, what wasn't said. I, I thought they were all really classy in what, maybe in what they didn't say. Right. You know, uh, I, I just, I appreciated that. Well, and there's one other thing that I noticed, and I think we talked about it yesterday. Bob Mahoney may have brought it up uh, in, in the third hour. Jackson Lindley talked about trying to glean as much information as possible from the two Michigan transfers. Mm-hmm. And they basically were like, just just wait. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of what happens. My wife gets so mad at me when I'm like watching a game or a movie or something. And I'll be like, did you see? Watch. Watch this. I do that too. She told me the one thing that bugs her most in our marriage is me telling her to watch something she's already watching. That's what she, that's what she told me like two days ago. I hate when you do that. But it's like I want you to see the specific thing that's happening. And like when, when you love a movie and you're sitting down with somebody who – has never seen it before, doesn't get it, and they're asking questions, and you go, just wait, just yeah. wait, just keep watching. Yeah. That's kind of the, the vibe that I got. It's like this this thing is so special and this thing is so unique that you you I don't want to tell you because it'll ruin the surprise when you figure out that it was all worth it, all this stuff that we're doing and all the stuff they're saying and all the principles that you're applying. Like when, when you get to the finished product, it's, it's just going to be great, and you're going to understand. The uh, one other thing – that I did want to say was, you know, when we talked, we talked a lot about, uh, about character and, uh, you know, philosophies of the program and, uh, the, the, all of, all of those types of things. Um, I don't want that to sound like the way it was done before was broken. You culture, you right. Know, talk about the culture of the program. It's not that the culture was bad last year. I don't think so. I, I mean, you were I thought around it was it. a. I thought it was a good culture. I thought it was a good locker room last yeah, year. Yeah. So I don't I, like. I don't want to suggest that like Monty Lee had some bad culture program. I. I never once picked up that that was the case. Um, but there are different ways to go about building that, and that's a, that's obviously a big deal to this staff, uh, maybe a little different kind of culture. And 
that maybe caught me off guard. On the texture says uh, authenticity was the word of the day for him yesterday in baseball. Uh, I I think that's I think that's a that's a good word. Another texture asking where can you go back and listen. We have all of those interviews uh, at theroarfm.com, so you can go back and catch the podcast of that. I think some of those interviews are also highlighted on our website, um, so you can catch all that. Now, I would encourage you to go back and look, listen to it. I felt like it was really good. It had nothing to do with us. It was all. It was really good because of them. Oh, they were phenomenal. Just absolutely phenomenal conversations yesterday. Let's take a break, and we come back. We've got a lot more to do. Hour one continues after this. Gentlemen, erectile dysfunction or low T got you down? Take action now and turn your life around. Call Greenville Men's Clinic at 301-1111 or greenvillemensclinic.com. Make the call today, 301-1111 or greenvillemensclinic.com. Skeptic about septic? Call the experts, the plumbing experts. Did you know your septic tank should be pumped every three to five years? With their maintenance plan, you don't need to worry. They take care of it. When it comes to septic tanks, prevention through routine maintenance is key. Their plumbers are fully trained, licensed, and qualified to provide the best experience the first time. So whether you need a pump or repair, don't be a skeptic on septic. Call the experts, the plumbing experts. Visit online at theplumbingexperts.com. They won't let you down. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider. From the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles. Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of a roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylors. Craft Stove Store and Patio. It's moving day, and Tiger Moving Company is here to help. Skip the headache. Hire the professionals with the right tools for your move. They're a clean-cut and reliable team. Pack and assemble furniture seamlessly. So all you have to do is make yourself at home. To top this all off, they even start and stop the clock at your house, charging you a flat hourly rate. No rounding up. Call today at 908-9028 or email tigermoving at gmail.com to make your next move with Tiger Moving Company. East Main Furniture in Easley. Clearance sale is going on now. Everything in stock is highly discounted for great savings. Come find deals on living room, bedroom, dining room, lamps, rugs, mattresses, and occasional furniture. Brands like Lazy Boy, England, Best, Ashley, Catnapper, and Liberty Furniture. All at discounted prices. Hurry in for the best selection. East Main Furniture. Furniture located at 829 East Main Street in Easley or call 864-442-6054 today. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. 
It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Evidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B A B B E L.com. Babbel.com. Golf Cart Service. Serving the Upstate for the past 50 years as an authorized club cart dealer for sales, service, and rental. With new used and reconditioned carts, they also do special customization. With their service truck, they come to your business or home to maintain your cart. Visit our website, GolfCartSC.com. Located at the intersection of Highway 221 and Highway 295 in Spartanburg. Call us at 864 5 4616. Mention the roar, get a free rear view mirror with cart purchase. Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember, Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance. We personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s. Hey girl, I'm the cute one, here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob. The only thing I love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Here at The Roar, every day is game day. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Out of bounds, William Quagamush, Ben Milstead, live here on a Wednesday. Before we get to the phones, Jerry's been patiently waiting. By the way, you can join Jerry, 654-ROAR, 654-7627. You can also get in, as many of you already have, on the Adams & Co. Roofing text line, 654-7627, the number there as well. Uh, hour one of the program, though, is brought to you by our favorites, uh, at Ingles, where you'll find low prices and you will love the savings. Ben finds low prices and loves the savings on his salad every single day. He was hammering that salad when I came in today, and I can only imagine yet another uh, banner day for the salad bar. We, <laughs> funny story today, we uh, recently as a station, you know, sometimes you we send out reminders of what you can and can't do, and it's important to us that we endorse the products that we use and we don't say that you know we're not going to tell you that we use a product that we don't correct um it's false advertising uh, and also unethical we're not going to do that so i asked recently hey do i need to keep my receipts from ingles you know so <laughs> you know just so people are like and it was like nah <laughs> Everybody knows you really go to Ingalls pretty much every day. That's correct. <laughs> like, we we okay. don't have that issue with Ingalls. I'll wear that as a badge of honor. Thank you. Um, a couple things that I got to put on my shopping list. I'm going out of town today, but uh, when I get back, how about a pint of blueberries, two for six dollars? Boar's Head London Broil, fourteen ninety nine a pound. Uh, you've got pet ice cream, forty eight ounces, select varieties, two for seven dollars. Boneless pork chops from Harvest Farms. 
Four ninety eight a pound T bone steak that Ingles Premium Certified USDA Choice Beef, seven ninety eight a pound as well. Uh, I love fresh asparagus at two fifty eight a pound. Gotta love that. Fuji apples one thirty eight a pound. Those are some of my go tos there. Just lots of great deals inside your local Ingles where you'll find low prices and you'll love the savings. And mail carrier Keith gets in and says ribeyes on sale. I got one cut in a heart shape yesterday. That, look, he sent us a picture of that it. That is awesome. phenomenal. That's what you're getting at Ingles and not really anywhere else. Nothing speaks to the heart like just red beef, man. Heart-shaped beef. Yes. What a great Valentine's gift. That's incredible. Let's go to Jerry, who's up with us next on the phone. 654-ROAR is the number. What's up, Jerry? How you doing, guys? Uh, first, I'll say I enjoy listening to you guys every day. Thank you, sir. And as, a for- as a former baseball player... Going back to the 60s, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with our culture, but after being around Eric a couple times, I'm just impressed the way way I think he's just going to step it up a notch. I just think he's committed and he is focused on bringing Clemson back to those glory days. So I'm I'm real happy with everything I've heard from him, and I do think we are going to reap some of the fruits that he's trying to uh, grow over there. I, you know what? I agree with you. And we, you know, we, we talked about some of those, like some of the attention to detail and stuff like that. I mean, some of the stuff we heard yeah, on sure. and off record yesterday. Yeah. I mean, we know that, uh, the, you know, they, they start meetings at like one thirteen or five thirteen because they're trying to get to Omaha for the 13th time. Um, they, yep. they, uh, you know, there, there are other ways that they, um, that they try to instill program values and goals in the way that they orient the schedule of their days so that that stuff is constantly beaten right. home. Like you said, there's nothing wrong with not doing that. It, it, you know, lots of right. people do, you know, do it a different way, and that's fine. If you like going at 5 o'clock instead of 513, nothing wrong with that. But you're right. This is kicking it up a notch and being just a little more serious and a little more focused in, what, in the way you're going about it. I'm, I'm very impressed. Everything, every time I've heard him speak, I'm that that's the, what comes off with me. You know, his commitment to taking it to that next level. That that's exactly right, Jerry. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks very you much. You guys have a good day and enjoy it. Thank you very much. You do the same, sir. I, I think I think that's what comes across very easily. And you know what? In two days, in fifty-two hours. When fans are filling up Doug Kingsmore Stadium and the smoke's going out of the Cajun Cafe and the you know the the outfield's filled up and and everybody's uh, everybody's in a good mood, I think people will see that. I think that will come across very easily, just in a you know in in the way that you can feel it. Um, I think people will feel it that there's just a little bit of difference in the way that they're going about things. One thing, Ben, by the way, anything else that stood out? I want to make sure we cover everything and we don't miss any big uh, big points and big moments and big themes from yesterday. I think that pretty much wraps it up. I think so, too. I, I think we uh, I Now think there's we, nothing we left to do everything. but to actually play ball. That's right. And we are in two days. Uh, very excited. Very, 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 very excited. William uh, Quaggenbush and Bob Mahoney on Friday. Yes, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm on radio Friday and Sunday this week, and I just I just cannot wait. It's, it's going to be a blast. Um, can we – I was – you know, if there was a if there was a disappointment yesterday, it's that we didn't get to talk about Mike Bobo. Ben <laughs> – Sorry. 
You, you know what? That <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Sorry. I blame the press box for, for that. Look, look, look at me, Bubba. Yep, I, I blame them for all of that. Um, <laughs> ben, <laughs> I... I I would ask you your thoughts, but I think I know. I think I know how you're feeling. I already know the punchline. I'm I'm thinking of the punchline. I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, listen, if if you're a Georgia fan, and I I said this with South Carolina, and I said it with Clemson, and I've said it with everybody, fans need to sometimes be okay with suspending disbelief and talking yourself into something. I, I do not think that fans that talk themselves into things being good when they happen is a major issue with college athletics. I just don't. I, in fact, I would rather fans blindly support their teams and pretend. Just pretend. The problem is we're not fans. So, like, you could pretend, but you might not want to listen every day if you're going to live in your fantasy world because we're here to tell you the truth. And here's the truth about Mike Bobo. Now, there's more truth of Mike Bobo that we're going to get to. Bottom line is this. Even when Mike Bobo's previous offenses were were doing well at Georgia, people were still dissatisfied with him. Uh, People were not sad that he left in 2014, even though I have seen that retconned like you would not believe that. Like I saw one person on Twitter say that Georgia's program collapsed when Mike Bobo left. Like he's the glue that kept the thing together. Like the leaning tower of Pisa used to be straight until Bobo ripped his, <laughs> they ripped the Bobo uh, tile out of the Jenga game and all of a sudden it started leaning and collapsed. Look, look, look at me, Bobo. Like that kind of retconning is not going to fly here. You thought he sucked. If you're a Georgia fan, you thought he sucked and you laughed at South Carolina for hiring him and you laughed at Auburn for hiring him and you thank God he wasn't an on-field coach last year. So you can't come in here in 2023 saying, well, you know, uh, I just, I try. Yeah, honestly, honest to God, this is exactly what's happening. Exactly what Clemson fans did with Dabo. You know what? We trust him. After the last six years, we trust him. We trust him to make the right hires. We trust him to make the right moves. We trust him to do this and that and the other. And it might work great for Kirby like Clemson folks hope that it did in 2021. And he might never have to make another coordinator change. But, Ben, Mike Bobo has been fired three times since Donald Trump was elected president. That was not that long ago, Ben. That's been seven years. He's been fired three times by three different staffs, including one-year stints at SEC schools. He's the Kevin Steele of offense, Ben. He just he's bouncing and bouncing and bouncing through SEC jobs. That that SEC proving once again it's the biggest incest league in America, where the only reason you get an SEC job is because you just had an SEC job, even if you sucked at that job. Ben, he has not coordinated a top half of the country offense since 2014. Hasn't done it. He hasn't coordinated a top 30 offense since 2013. Hasn't happened. Mike Bobo is not. Is not. Hear me when I say he is not an adequate replacement for Todd Munkin. The only people that believe that believe that the offense is going to do what it's going to do regardless of how good the coordinator is. Georgia fans, listen to me because, I mean, I see you getting in on the Adams and Co. roofing text line. I guarantee you it's some of these same these same textures saying trust Kirby are the same ones that questioned Dabo with his uh, changes last year. Like when it's your guy, and, and it, I'm sure you've bashed Bobo when he was at, you know, whatever ACC, SEC school you want to plug in there because there's been a few. Uh, 
I guarantee you, you're the same people, 100%, without a doubt. Here's what I would tell you, and, and I'm going to speak from experience because Clemson just went through this, right? You convinced yourself that, hey, there's somebody pulling through our parking lot again. Water is wet. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Um, yes. you convince, you're going to convince yourself that there will not be any drop-off between Todd Munkin and uh, and Mike Bobo. You're going to convince yourself there will not be a drop-off. Just like Clemson convinced themselves of that with their coordinator changes last year. When, in hindsight, that was foolish. You know, Texture, yesterday I saw, got in and said, you know, well, what's the difference between this and going from Brent Venables to Wes Goodwin? And I think, you know what, there's some similarities there. I, I think that's, a, that's a, a good question. Here's the big difference. We don't know, we didn't know last year if Wes Goodwin could do the job because he's new at it. We do know Mike Bobo can't do the job. How? Because he's got a resume. We've, we saw Colorado State where he's a head coach decline to the point he got fired. We saw South Carolina offense decline under Mike Bobo to the point Will Muschamp got fired. We saw Auburn offense decline to the point that Bobo got fired. And now he's on staff at Georgia. We all re- we've already seen this movie, Quack. We know how it ends. But now that's not to say that Georgia's falling off of a cliff next year because I would argue with the level of talent that they have there, with the with the gravy schedule that it appears they're going to play there next year, you and I could coach that offense and be somewhat successful. So I'm not I'm not suggesting that in one year they fall off a planet and you know, well, Georgia's going back to six and six. No, I I still think they're a playoff team next year. I don't care who the offensive coordinator is. But you can't convince me that Mike Bobo is the best fit for Georgia. He's he's the safe fit right now because he's going to be it's going to be real easy to fire him when things don't work out. Hundred percent. I I'm I want to say more about this when we come back because I think you're totally spot on with that. Uh, I agree with everything that you said. And in fact, I do have some numbers to back up what we're saying about Mike Bobo. 654 Roar is the number if you like to join us. The George- Oh, man, the Georgia people. Uh, listen, I know that you're, you're high in your own supply right now with back-to-back championships. I- I'm, I'm just telling you that you need to go back and read some of those tweets and read some of those Facebook posts from 2014. Just throwing it out there. Stay with us. Hour one of the program continues after this. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylor's. Craft Stove Store and Patio. 
you can spend the new year on the water. Clemson Marina is here to get your family into the boat you have always wanted. Whether it's a 23 Triton fishing boat or one of our other great brands or models, we have you covered. At Clemson Marina, our certified techs will keep your Triton fishing boat running smoothly all season long. We also offer boat rentals, on-the-water dining at the grill, and a hassle-free boating alternative at Freedom Boat Club. Clemson Marina, your authorized Triton boat stealer. Drake Auto Sales, where you can find a quality used vehicle that will keep you on the road. Home of the free, free six months or 6,000 miles powertrain warranty, free unlimited car washes for three months, free XM radio for three months on equipped vehicles with every vehicle. Free, free, free. With their guaranteed credit approval, you could be driving a nicer, newer car today. Give them a call at 864-804-6778 or visit drakeautosales.com. 118 Rainbow Lake Road in Boiling Springs. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Evidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Needing to rent a mini excavator like a Bobcat E32, a skid steer, or wood chipper? Or maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer, jackhammer, or compactor? McNeely's Store and Rental has got you covered. Clemson alumni-owned renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years. We also sell septic materials, ADS drainage products, concrete boxes, real stone veneers, and more. With two upstate South Carolina locations in Clemson and West Union, McNeely's Store Storeandrental.com or call Matt for a quote today, 828-553-4338. Some people would like to tell you that when it comes to fixing ED, one size fits all. That's just not true. But a guarantee is true for everyone at the Greenville Men's Clinic. An intimacy guarantee. That's right. If you don't perform, you don't pay. How are we able to do this? It's simple. Our experienced licensed providers have treated over 35,000 men so we know a thing or two about ED. We are able to offer the latest technologies and documented clinical pathways to resolve your ED once and for all. Prestigious institutions like the Cleveland Clinic and Cambridge have shown our technology to be safe and effective. So for a limited time, we're offering a free physician consultation and medical assessment. So you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Trust the Greenville Men's Clinic. Trust the Intimacy Guarantee. Call the Greenville Men's Clinic today at 864-301-1111. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Pennzoil Platinum can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $37.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them. At AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. 
Live, local, trusted. With the largest coverage in the upstate, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Continues out of bounds. Six five four roar is the number. Let's get back to this discussion because I, I'm I'm just not I'm just not going to let you get away with it. I'm just I'm not going to let you get away with it. Uh, of again the retconning, the gaslighting, the revisionist history about what Georgia was under Mark Richt. We know they're recruiting better under Kirby Smart. Uh, I say this before, sometimes when we say better, people think we mean best. And sometimes when we say worse, people think we mean worst. The reality is you can say Kirby Smart's recruiting better than Mark Richt without saying Mark Richt sucked at recruiting. Mark Richt didn't have any talent. Mike Bobo was spinning straw into gold. Let, let's just look at who uh, who was on the roster in 2012 when they did, by the way, all the Georgia fans who were excited that Mike Bobo left in 2014, did, did, did you know they won't tell you that Georgia led the country in yards per play in 2012? But, for, well, they didn't, do they know that? For, I don't know. I mean, for some reason, we never heard that in 2013 or 2014 in backing Mike Bobo. For some reason, that just that just conveniently, that never came up in the argument. I never once remember a Georgia fan going, you know, we probably should uh, we probably should be a little more patient with Bobo. I know we're mad at him this week for whatever, God knows what reason, but we probably, we probably should be okay with that because he did lead the nation in yards per play in 2012. I, I just, Ben, maybe they did. I was on air then. I don't remember getting one phone call that said that. So here's the thing. And I've... I've seen that on Twitter too. You know, well, look what he did back, you know, in 2012. I would tell you that if you have to go back to 2012 to try to prove a point about an offensive coordinator, what you're really doing is proving my point. If you've got to ignore the last 10, 10 seasons in order to find something that proves your point, you're really making my point. And that is that this man is not a good offensive coordinator. We have, we, we actually have a history and a resume that supports that. It's not an opinion of mine. It is factually backed up by what he has done for the last decade. Again, I don't think Georgia falls off a cliff this year. I, I think he will continue to try to do much of the same thing that Munkin did. You would be a fool not to. But eventually, his true colors will come out. He will resort back to what he is most comfortable with, and it will fail. He will not be the offensive coordinator at Georgia two seasons from now. He will not. I, I don't disagree. I, I, listen, I'm sure Kirby Smart wants it to work. Their buddies, mm-hmm. he brought them on staff, probably knew this. By the way, I thought succession plans were small time. I thought you were small time if you had succession plans. I thought it was only a legitimate transfer of authority from one coordinator to the next if you hire whoever is commanding the highest salary on the open market. Just throwing that out there. That's, that's what we heard, though. Uh, no, Colin Hill is not transferring to Georgia. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> let, me, let, me just, let me just go through this, okay? 
Brock Bauer's a great player. I think he's probably the the uh, I would say he's the most valuable non quarterback in college football. That's I, that's what I would say. Be hard to argue that. Um, here is what Mike Bubble had to work with in 2012 offensively. Okay, now again, I mean you could argue you, you could you could really argue if there's talent or no talent or whatever they I'd like that's fine we can we can disagree I'm just merely pointing out that he has had lots of talented players to work with the quarterback in 2012 was Aaron Murray again this is when Georgia led the country in yards per play at a similar uh similar offense to what they had last year in terms of output right uh maybe not scoring we will uh we will get to that in a second but in terms of output they averaged over 10 yards in attempt passing the ball Aaron Murray had 36 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. His running backs on that team were Todd Gurley and Keith Marshall. Yeah, really scraping the bottom of the barrel for those guys. You know what? Todd Gurley and Keith Marshall would start for Georgia right now in 2023 at running back. They would how be your top two ever, running backs How did they now. ever win a game? All right, I know. I know. It's just, it's just incredible how little he had to work with there and how much more talented they are now. Uh, tell me who would have started over Gurley or Marshall. Kenny McIntosh, uh, Edwards, Milton, Robinson, none of those guys playing over those guys. Th- those guys are both better running backs. Now, a receiver, not a great receiving room, but they did have Malcolm Mitchell. They did have Tavares King, who had 1,000 yards. They did have sophomore Chris Conley. And he did have a freshman, Jay Rome, that I seem to remember everybody was really excited about at tight end. That Bauer's a better receiving weapon. I would argue the receivers might have been a little better in, yeah. might be a little better now than they were in 2012. But not significantly, because let's not pretend that the receiving core is the strength of Georgia's last year. My point is this. We don't know who Georgia's quarterback is. You can't point to 2012 and tell me that they're about to find Aaron Murray because I'm here to tell you they hadn't found Aaron Murray since Aaron Murray left. They haven't had an Aaron Murray since Aaron Murray left. Maybe you could say Jake Fromm. Maybe you could include Jake Fromm in that. But there have been a lot more four and five stars in that quarterback room over a decade at Georgia that have sat the bench and not turned out to be anything of substance. As four- and five-star quarterbacks. But, but again, I mean, like, why are we talking about a roster from 10, 11, 12 seasons ago, though? I, I mean, he's he's sucked ever since then. I would say that the, reason, the, the main reason that I could actually buy is that the talent level is so high on offense right now that actually any zoo animal could go in there and call plays any, you know, Joe schmuck off the street that's played one season of NCAA football video game could go in there off the street and call plays and win a national championship. I, I don't know about winning a national championship, but that's why I say you and I could do it. I mean, we are zoo animals some days. So Correct. The, the talent and the schedule give you a, a bit of a bite. Do you think, do you think that, Look, I, I, I'm really serious when I say he won't be there in two seasons. You are uh, you are changing quarterback, and you're going to go into the fall camp before you know who that's going to be. Is there something really in the back of Kirby Smart's mind where he thinks, okay, but, hey, look, he's, he's already on staff. Next year is going to be an adjustment anyway. I'm not real sure what's going to happen. If it doesn't work out, I I can 
really easily pull the trigger and make a move here to the next offensive coordinator. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, I he, think that's true. Because he's the, you know, he's following Texture. Like I said, Texture brought up, you know, Venables to Goodwin earlier. I don't know if, I mean, it is kind of a similar gap because I, I kind of considered Munkin the top offensive coordinator in the nation. I consider Venables the top defensive coordinator in the nation. It's going to be a challenge to follow those shoes no matter who you are. Well, and Monken was not just considered. He was paid like it. Right. He was a $2.1 million offensive coordinator And this Venables year. was paid like it. That's correct. Yeah. So it's not the same as, like, I mean, people have brought up both coordinator. And, and by the way, this needs to be said. Clemson was better offensively this year than they were last year. They were better offensively. They just weren't better enough. They weren't good enough. They probably didn't max out their potential. Right. Given the fact that they were significantly healthier than they were two years ago yeah. in 2022. Brandon Streeter didn't go backwards offensively. Exactly. And to the point that he probably would still be the offensive coordinator at Clemson had Garrett Riley not said yes. I mean, Correct. I think that's just the cold, hard truth. The other thing about this, <clears throat> and it goes to the defense. This is what we said when, just to refresh, this is what we said when uh, Dabo hired Wes Goodwin to replace Brent Venables. There would be lots of games where Clemson would look similar defensively, but there would be two or three spots where you, after the game, you thought, you know, it would have gone differently for this, that, or the other reason if Brent Venables were calling this game. That's what we said. We did not say they would fall off a cliff. We did not say it would look significantly different. We did not say that he would be fired after a year. We did not say any of that. What we did say was there would be times where you would miss the best coordinator in the game. And I just think you're naive. If you're going from a guy who's been fired three times, yes, he was fired at Colorado State. Fourth time's a charm, Quack. He was fired at Auburn. He was fired at South Carolina. Fired, fired, fired. All three times. If you want to argue semantics, that's fine. They moved on from him all three of those times. If, you, if you're telling me that you're not going to miss the guy who you were paying $2 million for when your coordinator is a guy who's been fired three times in, what, four years? I'm just not buying that. Yeah, I'm and, sorry. And I bring it back to Clemson, as I said. Clemson fans tried to convince themselves of that this time last year, that you're not going to miss the coordinators. That was foolish. Of course you're going to miss the coordinators. Yes. Of course you are. Um, as a side note, and let's get Jamie in here real quick, I love this for the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, if there's a home run hire, a grand slam hire, Munkin back to the NFL and with the Ravens, I, I can't. I couldn't imagine a better home run hire for them. I think it will help that Lamar Jackson contract get done. Number one, but what Munkin has now gotten so good at in using running backs and tight ends, it's exactly what the NFL does. Successful teams in the NFL throw to their running backs. They throw to their tight ends, and they use them as weapons. They make you defend the entire field. Munkin is a master at that. I, I, it is a home run hire on the NFL level. Let's go to Jamie in our final couple minutes here of this hour of the program. What's up, Jamie? Good afternoon, guys. 
Listen, here's how I feel about this uh, Mike Bobo thing. I mean, it's like it's like this. When we had Brandon Streeter last year, um, he came in and our offense averaged 30, 33 points a ball game last year. So that wasn't too bad. But we're Clemson. You know, we, we, we felt like we could be better. And thankfully, Coach Sweeney took a chance and, and, and hired one of the best coordinators in the game because he felt the same way. And that's the same way with Georgia. My God, look at the talent they've got on the roster, man. Uh, Mike Bobo, is that the best you could do for the University of Georgia? Now, he might have been the best in 2012, but they're a different program now. Yeah, I look, I totally agree. And I, I would I would just ask this question. Gus Malzahn was a great coordinator in 2012-13-14 too. Uh, Chad Morris was a great coordinator in 2012-13-14 too. There were lots of guys who were very good offensively that you wouldn't hire to be your offensive coordinator right now. My big question for Georgia fans right. would be, is Mike Bobo a significantly different play caller now than he was 10 years ago? And is, you know, is he different in a better way or is he different in a worse way? Well, I can't, I can't help but go back to the time when uh, South, I believe it was South Carolina was playing Georgia and they had Todd Gurley and he was up there on the goal, goal line and did not give Todd Gurley the ball. When you have a back that big, you give the ball to him four times. You, if you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. Yeah, I mean, so, look, I, I well, that's that's one of, and I'm going to talk about this on the other side. That's one of my uh, principal, like, schematic objections I have, Jamie. I appreciate the phone call. We're up against it. Thanks very much. Um, I'll say this quickly. If you look at most of the offenses that Mike Bobo has run, one of the weaknesses is that they're not great in the red zone at scoring touchdowns. And in fact, I think it's right that he did a lot of the red zone scheming for Georgia last year, and Georgia last year kicked a lot of field goals in the red zone. He's going to throw that out there. Hour one is done. Hour two, more nonsense after this. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. The world is turned upside down and it's hard to make sense of it all. The alpha male is under attack and people are more worried about pronouns and toxic masculinity. If you want to get that alpha feeling back, get that weight off and improve your performance, come see us today at Low Country Mail. We specialize in testosterone replacement and anti-aging. For around 200 bucks a month, we take care of your testosterone, labs, and doctor visits. We also offer ED plans, the P-Shot, and peptide therapy. Book your appointment today, lowcountrymail.com. Breathe easier with Zero Res Air Duct Cleaning. It's the only company I trust to get my home insanely clean. Right now, mention me, Mickey Plyler, at The Roar, and you get $50 off your next air duct cleaning. Use promo code AIR50 when scheduling online at ZeroResGreenville.com. 2008 was 